Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, welcome you uh, party partners to our informational playground. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I am your host. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And we're coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This program is brought to the airways under Be The Star You Are charity, a 501c3 empowering women, families, and youth. And you can find out more at BeTheStarYouAre.org. We have the Moraga Fair coming up soon. And I'm happy to announce that our uh, first uh, sponsor has signed on, Michael Verbeek. Bruga, who has been sponsoring for a couple of years, so we're really thrilled to have him on the show, um, not on the show, on um, uh, doing our sponsor for the Moraga Fair, and really appreciate it. Well, it's going to be fun to see how many people are listening to our show today. Uh, coming up after I do my segment, Heather Brittany is going to be reporting on the marijuana market. She has attended the third annual Spring Cannabis Business Expo in San Diego, and of course, after passing Proposition 64 here in um, California, it is really a very, very interesting topic of what is going to be happening in that arena, so make sure you stay tuned for that. That's coming up shortly. Uh, Right now, I want to talk about Gaelic Green because the good news is spring is coming and with it, there's going to be abundance of flowers and beauty and all you have to do is look around to witness that beautiful blossoms on pear and peach trees unless you're up in the snow where I was in the Sierras this past weekend and got snowed in. It was beautiful, but I've never seen, well, I've seen snow that deep in the past, but Never that much in the last couple of years. Our miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. And it is an Irish proverb. The stars make no noise. I love that. So although I don't have an ounce of Irish in me every March, I do get excited to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, which will be coming in just a week. Besides the fact that the beloved rebirth of nature is officially only days away, my adoration of the Emerald Isle is very deep-rooted. My good fortune as a child was to be taught for eight full years by dedicated, intelligent, fun 
Irish nuns and to be mentored by Irish priests who had my best interests at heart. I danced throughout California in an Irish dance troupe. And one of my best friends in the world is my Irish pen pal, whom I met through letters crossing the Atlantic at the age of eight. And my first grade teacher and I are still in constant correspondence, even though she is back in Dublin and has been there for, oh, let's see, many, many years. She always told me that she kept a leprechaun in her pocket just in case she needed a trick or two. (laughs) And fortunately, I've been blessed to spend many weeks with these friends in their very green country where I've officially been christened an honorary Irish woman. Now, With the propensity of rain that we have enjoyed this past winter here in California, our countryside is looking very much like the verdant island. As I look at the cattle grazing on the hill, I am reminded of my friend's dairy farm that was in Limerick, where the very rich milk from the cows went to produce Bailey's Irish cream. Now, I I milked those cows when I visited years ago, and I was rewarded by a shower of hot manure on my head. Just fell right on my hair and my head. Now, again, that was several years ago, but I will never forget the smell and, of course, the ensuing laughter. Now, since that time, I have always grown shamrocks, which here in America we call oxalis, a noxious weed. But nevertheless, I have a major fondness for the bright yellow or pink flowers of these shamrocks as I seek that rare four-leaf clover pattern. And for each petal on the shamrock, a wish of good health, good luck, and eternal happiness are bestowed. So I think we all need every blessing and positive thought that can be offered. So we should all be having some uh, shamrocks and looking for that four-leaf clover. Now, if you're not a fan of shamrocks, how about planting baby tears in a shaded garden? They, too, are reminiscent of the Celtic spirit. Now, the good news is that spring is coming, and with it, we have this huge abundance of New birth and, you know, beautiful flowers. As I said previously, it, my fruit trees, I have orchards with fruit trees, are just filled with blossoms right now. And I'm just hoping that the rain doesn't knock it all off because I would love to have that fruit this year. So uh, my plums, they've already finished blooming and uh, they are leafing out. My rose bushes are starting to bud. Calla lilies, daffodils, chrysimias, hyacinths, and tulips are abloom. And all these plants are already spreading their joy and fragrance throughout the landscape. Virginia, which is this pink, I call it an elephant ears, it is blooming everywhere. And it's a, it's a kind of a low, uh, a low plant, almost like a hedge. It looks great. But it is time to get out there and start pulling the weeds, preparing the soil, and getting ready for a wonderful season of seeding and sowing. I also want to remind everyone that my newest book called Growing with the Goddess Gardener will be released probably within the next month. And so I'm very excited about it. The cover is located under uh, gardening at CynthiaBryan.com. So check it out. And if you're interested in a pre-order, send me an email, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. And um, we'll get you, if you win your order direct, we're going to get you extra some extra gifts. So here are some things for you to do uh, in the March garden. And, of course, I want the luck of the Irish to be with you. 
So cut budding branches from fruit trees to place in a vase and then watch the petals slowly open. If you add a few drops of bleach to the water, it'll prolong the blooms. And then if you put a a few springs of narcissus, you're going to have perfume for the entire room. I actually just did that this morning. I cut some branches uh, from from, uh, my apricot and my cherry tree. And it, it just looks, you know, it really looks so pretty. And it's so interesting to see how already when they hit the water, they're kind of starting to unfurl. So use baby tears as a ground cover in shaded areas as a pretty green carpet. Uh, baby tears grows well, not only in shade, but in moist conditions. And it really does look like a carpet. So cut your calla lilies to be used indoors in a vase. They will last two or more weeks as long as you replace the water regularly. And um, you could add, again, a drop of bleach or you could even add some lemon juice to the water. That works just as well. Invite the wood nymphs, the fairies, and the leprechauns into your garden to help you with your chores by providing hiding places for these wee ones. Now, those same hiding places are good for the birds and the butterflies and the bees. So those uh, wood nymphs and fairies and leprechauns will be helping your pollinators. Cleanse your indoor air with a container of peace lilies, also known as the sale plant. It's such a pretty plant. It has literally, when you see it, you'll know why it's called the sail plant, because the bloom just comes up just like a sail on a boat. So it's, it's quite the interesting plant. Forage for wild greens, including miner's lettuce, mustard, creek watercress, and wild strawberries. And all the young leaves are really, really scrumptious in salads, real crunchy. And some of them have, um, you know, a slightly tart, a little bit bitter. I think you'll like the combination really good. When we were kids, we would go on these hikes and overnights and that's what we lived on we we all you know lived on for a day but you know we would that's what we decided we would eat when we would pretend we were eating all kinds of you know exotic foods and it was really just weeds now you need to prepare your soil for next month's planting by mixing your compost into the topsoil now don't rototill unless you're creating a new garden bed as you don't want to disturb the existing ecosystem, it surely contains many worms and other good beneficials. As soon as the rains terminate, start pulling your weeds. Now, again, I want to caution people who live on hillsides to leave the weeds and any other plants um, to prevent erosion until the end of the month or until the rains stop. Because I've heard some pretty uh, disastrous things of when you're you clean off that hillside, you know, the mud just comes rolling down. And somebody was telling me today that their swimming pool, which is backed up to a hillside, was now just a huge mud bath, absolutely filled with mud. And they were quite concerned of how they were going to clean it out. Uh, fertilize your lawns, your trees, and your annuals with a high nitrogen organic fertilizer it's best to fertilize your lawns when you know it's going to rain and that really assures a very good deep feeding the winter rains have stripped our soil of nutrients making it necessary to boost that nutrition now and remember to mow without the bag as the lawn cuttings are rich in nourishment for the grass that's one of the things that the mow and blow guys you know if you're hiring somebody that's just the mow and blow I get so frustrated when I hear those lawnmowers um, blaring on a rainy day. First of all, it's really bad for your lawn to have 
lawnmowers trying to cut the grass. You're really tearing the grass up. So you don't want to do that. And the second thing is, is that there's no point in filling, um, the, you know, your those bins with grass when all you have to do is just mow the lawn, let the grass go back on top of the lawn, and it'll go back into the soil. It'll be nitrogen, and it's just food for your lawn. It's also time to reseed or sod lawns. Now, my preferred grass seeds are purchased from Pearl's Premium. I also like mixing in clover as it is self-fertilizing and always green. And you do have to like having tiny white or pink flowers in your grass if you're going to have clover. Net areas where you are seeding, both in gardens or grass. The uh, the birds are voracious, voracious eaters. And if you don't protect the seedlings, so you have to be careful, you know, throw Throw any kind of netting over it. I, If you have old screens, like, you know, screen doors or screens from windows, you can use that as well. And get ready to wear green on March 17th and pin a clover on your collar or the banshees are going to be coming for you. Buy packets of seeds for vegetables, vines, herbs, and flowers from companies you trust. Look for heirloom varieties and non-GMO. There are many companies to choose from including Renee's Garden, Baker Creek, Heirloom Seeds, Plant Delights Nursery, White Flower Farm, Select Seeds, and many others. And then continue to collect your fallen azaleas and camellias until the end of the blooming season. You do not want to let the dying or dead flowers remain on the ground, or you are going to jeopardize the mother plant. Now, those um, What happens is they they rot away and they Really, they cause uh, problems, so you don't want to have that happen. Uh, Pre-order, as I said, my forthcoming book, Growing with the Goddess Gardener. It's book one in the Garden Short series, and I will be including extra goodies such as heirloom seeds and bookmarks and more. Uh, You can email me for details, and I do want to announce that 25% of the proceeds will benefit Be the Star You Are charity. Release your perfection attitude in the the garden. Take your cues from the chaos that's nature. You want to let it go and let it grow. And then sing a lullaby, dream of castles, kiss the Blarney Stone, and celebrate the vernal equinox with an Irish jig. Well, when we come back from break, Heather Brittany will be with us, and we are going to go to the cannabis convention and find out what is new in the world of marijuana. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay with us. This is going to be a hot topic. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. When you get a challenge, do you feel like, I can't do it? Well, I want to tell you, yes, you can. You may be wondering where your next project will come from. And here are some lessons from my experiences as a freelance writer. Research topics that you feel you'd be interested in working on and pitch to people and companies that fascinate you. And know the markets for your ideas ahead of time. You want to write great proposals about great ideas that will always wow your potential clients. And do this as a matter of course, every time with no excuses. And never give up. You know, it's persevere, persevere, persevere. 
follow up on leads, no matter how remote they may seem. You may need to sacrifice to take on assignments that are worthwhile, but it's worth it in the long run. You've got to just do it. Ask for more work from people who already know and trust you. And always suggest ideas to people with whom you're already working. Market yourself. Be available. Say, yes, I can. And then make sure that you do it. Pitch and submit to the same people over and over until they use you because life is about relationships. Build strong foundations and nurture them on a regular basis because whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. So yell, yes, I can. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or to book a consultation, call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion dollars. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is Well, you're going to be so happy that you stayed with us uh, because Heather Brittany is with us now for Health Matters, and she is going to bring us up to speed from the third annual Spring Cannabis Business Expo that was produced by MJIC Media and sponsored by the Marijuana Investor Summit. Hello, Heather Brittany. How are you? Hello, hello. And it is no coincidence that my segment is starting today exactly at 4.20. Oh, the clock just hit 4.21. But at 4.20 today, (laughs) uh, symbolizes everything that we are discussing about uh, this convention so, uh, yeah, I think gone are the days. What, and this was for me, this is the third time um, this is being held, the third annual Spring Canvas Business Expo uh, that was in San Diego, and it was Investor Summit. So uh, I think those, when they hear going to the Cannabis Expo, thinking this is going to be a hippie, uh, puff of smoke kind of situation, and to each their own to see if it was that uh, 
that wouldn't be a bad thing, but that it was not. This was definitely, if you don't think um, the world of cannabis is about to take over and become the world of cannabis, then uh, buckle your seats and get your investment pens ready. Whoa, so <laughs> I better get my pen out. Brands and companies that were out there, and for me, it was so exciting, um, one, to hear so many people that are so passionate, but to also see that this is a multi-million, soon-to-be billion, if not already, uh, uh, company organization within uh, our the United States and thus within California. The long-running joke has always been California's got the best weed and thus, thus. And um, now that uh, California, that we've pro- uh, passed all these props and that we are now moving towards uh, legalization in 2018, that we will be both recreational for 21 and over as well as medical, which we've been, I believe, since night. 1996 or 94, um, this is a big step as that we've seen the big things, what it's brought to Colorado and the growing stages. And um, the amazing thing of this, this also was this conference, for the most part, it was said to be um, a no-consumption conference. And uh, some uh, marijuana uh, conferences are, they get the permits for it, and, you know, you walk in and their secondhand high is a thing. This was more... Um, I don't think anyone would be upset, and they're you know they're showing products, but uh, it was more you would kind of find that little you, you might you know when you walk into a room and you think, what, yeah, what's that smell? You know, right. we what find in that? little spots. And the funny thing when you would kind of locate where is that smell coming from, it's what you would see would be uh, probably someone in maybe anywhere between late 30s to late 50s, uh, and for the most part, very well-dressed, and an investor, I mean, they're the, the day... Yeah, dressed in suits just, and all of that. What your typical thing is, and so, so many things, I mean, there's so many things I want to touch on, but first, I want to just touch on, there was a couple of companies that, uh, walking around, and just all this energy, um, that people that I just instantly found that connection with, and felt like I really want to just briefly talk about their products. Um, first, I want to say the Medicine Woman. The Medicine Woman, uh, not only is, is this some of the most beautiful packaging I've ever seen, um, just this ode to the woman. Of um, They have this beautiful symbolism of the Medicine Woman. If you were, if you were to be pouring or pulling a tarot card, um, that beautiful woman that you'd want to heal you, that is what their company's image is. And I believe I talked with Luke that and That sounds Leah. beautiful. That sounds great. Yeah. And um, not only they have uh, multiple dispensaries, but they also have a delivery service, and they make their own vapes. And vapes, uh, and I'll get into in a minute of... Uh, methods of, of uh, marijuana transportation. I learned so much at this summit, uh, at this convention. Uh, but uh, with the Medicine Woman, with their vape products, um, their live resin, uh, there is this integrity, which I really appreciate, about being um, very organic. And so with them is that these are they're pre-filled uh, their tanks, um, that they're organic, they're vegan, they're gluten-free. I know those sound like silly things, but those are things that are important to people, especially um, in this Wait day. Wait a minute. I have a the- question. Marijuana is gluten-free. I mean, I wouldn't even have thought it had <laughs> yeah, gluten at all. I know it's an that herb. Sounds, 
I know that sounds something of why would you even put that why on? Why would you even yes, put that on there? It sounds, that sounds crazy. But, um, I think, you know, uh, I think there's something you might think, why would they even put that kind of stuff? Of course, there's no good. But in this, in this world, in this market, a lot of times we are quick to just see um, the outside of something. Oh, you know, oh, this is bread. Oh, this is an apple. And we don't look on the back. And you look in the back of things, and there oftentimes there are a lot of additives added to your things. And before you know it, that, you know, that, that's why, you know, I've told you that they always read the first three ingredients of something. And, uh, you know, when something says lemonade dr- or orange drink, you know, instead of orange juice, Right. And you look on the back and it's a small percentage. But they're saying, and that all their things are natural, organic, that you don't have to worry, that there aren't these added chemicals to it. Um, And so, one, you're getting, I will say, these are not for the faint of heart. Their vapes are are definitely very strong, which means that you're getting the purest of the pure. So, their sativas, their indicas, their CBDs, um, themedicinewoman.com. I recommend if you're in the SoCal area, especially uh, in Orange County, to check them up for their delivery services as well as all their amazing products and to actually meet the people that um, this is their product, this is their company, and to see and hear just um, their heart, and it really makes you want to get involved. And I, I also Can want to I, touch on I that. want to ask you about this because you just mentioned they're in Orange County and they have a delivery service, but... Is can they send people stuff now, like ship it to Northern California or another place in California, or is it you have to be in that area? I don't know what the rules are. So, you know, and that's actually a kind of a fine line that I started to discuss with people, and I think soon those lines and laws will be changing. Um, And that kind of gets to it in in all the beginning, is that uh, marijuana is still, even though in California, um, you know, slowly I think now that we've just passed these things that it will be legal, um, it technically still, only for medical patients, you still do have to have a medical rack right now to purchase uh, marijuana to grow. But um, in 2018, they're giving us sort of this grace period to get all this stuff together. And there's the pros and the cons of it, of of all the stuff. I think it will be a definitely move forward. Um, but uh, marijuana is still considered a Schedule One drug. And Schedule One means that it has no known health benefits. And as we know, that's simply not true because we have years, we have ancient history, we have things talking about it um, forever. And, uh, and you know, we, we even have documentation of law enforcement going in and, and saying to certain uh, colleges that were doing, you know, big studies in this to you know, remove your education on this. And now that that's starting to change, that we are seeing that, hey, it's okay if people want to enjoy this purely to have fun. And also we're seeing that this has remarkable health benefits. So this is legitimately healing and helping people. And, um, it, I mean, it's, it's sort of all your perspective. You know, when you think of, of wine, we think of this very um, – you know, it's sort of an austere, we think classy, but you can also chug wine. You can buy wine for two bucks, you know, if you want, and you can, you can put it in um, a, a red plastic cup. You can, you can take right. something that has this look and make it, you, you can take classy and make it trashy and vice versa. And I think there's also, you know, then there's the wine people that, you know, they want to sniff, they want to see, they want to export the full experience. They're going to buy wine that they want to sit, they want to age, they want to do. And marijuana, I think, has that same thing, that 
You're going to have all that range of people. You're going to have people that just want to get high and have fun. You want people that are looking, that have gone through chemo and are so sick and they want an alternative. And you want people that instead of taking uh, 20 pills that are uh, basically heroin, I mean, the crazy thing is that uh, heroin and, um, or actually I think heroin is a Schedule 1, but cocaine is considered a Schedule 2, which means there's known health benefits in the dentistry world. I mean, that previously was a form of novocaine, was that's what they would use to alleviate it. Um, that we have we have the health behind it, but because right now marijuana is still even with these new ten, that soon it is going to be legal on a federal level, marijuana is still considered a Schedule One drug, which is the highest of high. The meaning that Heather, um, when you say it's a Schedule One drug, are you talking about on the federal level only? On a, the federal you, level, and oh, and federal. Okay, because I was going to say is, so that's what leads since to it's been with a legal. Lot of, so it's on a federal level, and that's what people, that's what, that's, uh, what things are going to need to change. And as you know, there, and I will say with about this conference, and I apologize, my friends, I'm going to be all over the place because there are some other companies I, I want to promote too, and uh, some other just great findings and uh, new information at this conf- at this uh, thing. Not only was there an expo of all these great vendors um, talking, and uh, but uh, there was also a lot of uh, talks you could go. So I went to some law talks. I went to the Mystique of Women. An edibles talk, and it's it. But if you think that marijuana is, you know, the hippie and the mom and pop, I think those days are gone. If uh, it is definitely a business, and um, you know, going in there and thinking of these things, there are people there to sell products. And I, I will say, and I'm not going to badmouth any of the products that I did not think were that great. Um, but I will say there are some that kind of make me think of the Budweiser, that um, they definitely have a big backing and they're appealing to a bigger audience. Soon it's going away the things in California of just being medical, that now they're starting to target to, um, that yes, this can be a recreational fun, uh, an event, you know, this can be a fun thing. Um, And some of the products I feel, you know, that there was a drink that was out that, uh, you know, I was able to, to try it, and it, it tasted, to me, it tasted syrupy. It did not taste like a deli- It didn't taste good, but I could see with the, the the packaging was very pretty, and it was very hip and very cool, and I could think this would definitely appeal to an audience um, that that's what they want, and and that's what you get when everything, and, and to kind of compare that with beer or wine, and I know you and I have talked about, especially with California, this this new thing that I think marijuana is California's grape that um, before prohibition there was over 800 wineries in California and after prohibition you know only a few survived and you know we have that legacy of going in with Abrazzini and you know it was the Behringer brothers it was Mondavi that attracted people saying hey come try this and now you know, wine in California, in the United States, that people are getting involved, are, are excited and they want, they're willing to spend that money. They want to go on that adventure to try these things. And I think that that will appeal to a marijuana audience as well, that um, some people, you know, just want to get high. Some people want to find that, that contessure and, uh, you know, they want to find that thing or they want to heal and, and, I think that's the amazing thing is I saw some really cool hit things and I also saw some things that are really for the patients and CBDs. 
CBD, I will just say now this can, this is no uh, insider trading because I have no, uh, I'm not in the stock market in that way. So, oh. But CBDs are about to be the new assay berry. CBD is about to be the new black. Is well, Heather, what does CBD mean? So, uh, cannabinoids. CBDs oh. are the non psychoactive cannabinoids. And cannabinoids, actually, within our system, we have an endocannabinoid system that has always existed within us, that a lot of times we believe that our dopamine or our serotonin, our endocannabinoid system is a system within inside of us that um, the happy and um, it's something because it was not of it, it's just recently now scientists are beginning to explore it more these I mean science is amazing and and that's something to lead back to um, when people and actually it's kind of funny I feel like I'm needing to defend it so much but I will say there was not a single protester there was no one there upset that this convention was there. And uh, um, I'm I think really more and more, it, it's that. less That's of having cool. to, to defend the topic. It's I think actually what it opens up to is um, I think more people are becoming more open to it, and it's only because it's just like how you know with the prohibition, we've been fed these ideas that these things are bad, even though we've had medical information. And I think now, um, even with this. Uh, this crazy, um, you know, unknowingly new uh, presidential situation we have. It also, this, the kind of joking thing about this um, alternative truth, I think with marijuana now, uh, with, with this kind of Gen Y or millennial Gen, is we are very much people are on the search of the truth. And the, um, the great thing about the Internet is we have instant access to stuff. And so before, you know, when you would have these hippies out there saying marijuana is good, it heals people, and you'd say, okay, crazy hippie. Well, now that crazy hippie actually has a doctrine from, <laughs> uh, you know, such and such college, and now right. there's the Internet. And as we know, don't use that as your only source. Go to multiple sources for things and check out stuff. Um, but uh, with this convention, I'm just seeing all uh, the new ways. And, and so one thing I want to talk about is just plant growth. Uh, as you know, weed the weed, and you are the the queen of gardening. So I feel like you could you could probably you could probably turn this whole market around and be crazy with it. I uh, want to. I, I mean, I I have never planted one, but I know when we wrote our book, Chicken <laughs> Soup for the thing, Gardener. You know, you're soul. the one that you know. I grew up. We were supposed to pull weeds. You know, we'd go weed exactly. Picking, not, not for that. I, I really thing, want so. to plant one because it was the when we were doing Chicken Soup for the Gardener. Soul, we got this great story from an elderly couple who the, the husband had found this beautiful plant on the side of the road and brought it home and planted it in his front yard. And then he was off doing something and the police show up and they go knock on the door and they question the woman and they say that they have to take her in for questioning and she has no idea what she's done. <laughs> and yeah. they, they say, where, I mean, where did you get this plant? Oh, my husband picked it up, and there's a whole field of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that's, and, and, you know, and that's, like, you know, something crazy, and I'll touch on that soon, uh, about, you know, the, the previous farmers with that. But, 
but again, this whole this whole market is changing, and also your methods of growing. And something um, I wanted to just real just kind of throw out there, give some quick uh, was general uh, hydroponics. Was uh, I, I had the wonderful time? I believe it was Devin and uh, Brandon that I talked to, and Devin, who is also the hydroponic chef, and I had a great time over at their booth. They gave me so much swag. They even gave me uh, this, like, really great, cool reggae, you know, great music CD, and listening to it, and as being someone who previously been in Diego for 10 years, uh, listening to it, and you know when you just know a certain voice, and I got to give some love to my boys in, uh, oh my gosh, I can't I can't even believe that uh, um, I'm blanking out on the moment, but uh, just just music all the way around. They give me a great, great CD, um, Vocab Company. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, Vocab Company was on this album, and uh, just want to say mad out to everyone in Vocab. Fantastic music. But at uh, General Hy- uh, Hydroponics, uh, the interesting thing that they are the number one and the number two uh, for soil and uh, for uh, nutrients, plant nutrients. And I think a lot of times when we think hydroponics, we think marijuana, but hydroponics have been used for a long time. Actually, their company got its start in, I believe, uh, the, the early 60s. They actually Actually, a secret investor in who they've been bought out by and who actually owns them um, is Scott's. Think of Scott's, you know, they do, uh, uh, what's it, Roundup? Oh, yeah, the Scott's fertilizer and, the and everything, so, yeah. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times people, when they, uh, the, the big thing that was discussed is about, you know, who, of course, wants to get on there are the major markets because marijuana is still the Schedule One, and that leads to banking issues because if the uh, taxes, um, having a Schedule One thing as your income, that's basically saying an unlawful draw thing. You don't want to be associated with that. Um, but uh, Scotts, they bought out the companies and, or they invested, and hydroponics, general hydroponics, they are the number one and the number two uh, the top uh, soil and and nutrient products for all hydroponics, so not even just marijuana, for tomatoes, for indoor. I mean, you've, if people, you've seen, uh, you know, the Hollywood's version of living on Mars, you know, if we're, when we talk about these things of right. to go hydroponics to is a planet, big thing in gardening, yes. Yeah, we talk about greenhouse or indoor and hydroponics. And so I just want to say, everyone at them, please check them out. General Hydroponics, fantastic nutrient soil. They hook me up with some soil and they hook me up with some things. So hopefully what I grow will be amazing. We'll keep you guys posted. Um, but also, I had the opportunity to check out lights. When you think hydroponics, I now saw these small LED lights that are in pink, and, this, and so gone are the days where um, it's going to be this essential kind of cost um, for lighting that now you can have something that's you know energy efficient. So, um, I mean, there was just so many different technologies out there. And also, uh, if you can observe that thing, you know, you need to hop on it. If you can think about it, it may already exist. And um, something that, you know, I've kind of talked about is I think a lot of people now that it is becoming legal, and yes, it's legal, there's still the various generations or people that are curious, uh, curious about it and um, want to try it and don't know who to ask. And it's intimidating. You know, they, 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 they want to try, but they don't want to do it. And uh, there would be those things of wouldn't it be nice if, if you could be educated or if you could see things or try things within the privacy of your own home or with your friends. I think right. a lot of times, especially your generation, people that, 
now it's starting, you know, and I think a lot of times that it is our generation. It's the generations beyond, you know, younger than me, I think now that are standing up, that are kind of saying, no, this isn't right, that, you know, really are searching for the truth and want these things. And um, they, offer, they offer these programs now. There's this thing called Mary Jane University. Um, so have you ever heard of, you know, the Tupperware parties or the Passion Party, you know, where they come to your house or those jewelry parties? You know, it's a very hip thing, um, you know, where people come to your house and, you know, they, they showcase some items and you get your girlfriends together or whatever. And they offer that now where they will come in and come and they will show you different ways. And you can tailor it. Do you want to have, you know, yoga and ganja or, or uh, a girl's night out or a guy's night? They do all these things. There's such an incredible market. And that's what I saw was going in, I think, if you're someone that's curious about getting into this industry, um, that it isn't just, uh, it isn't now, you know, uh, your mom and pop's uh, growing marijuana and someone's selling it, that these are very, people were there, you know, to invest, and everyone is very much there to sell them products, to sell themselves. And um, I, I felt like, gosh, I, you know, I'm, I'm late into looking at these things, but I was so amazed at what products and what things were out there. Heather, so and these kind of parties, um, I, are those legal to have now, or are those yes. So, so how, so you know that there's sort of this uh, right now, um, why I think there's been some misconception um, is that uh, California in our most recent election, um, though we were, California, I'm so proud of you, California, though we did not, uh, we did not get the, the Trump support, and I, I am I am proud to say that that was not our thing. And I feel for all you Trump people, I know this is why, we're in this together. It's all, you know, you can only push forward, you can only look um, but yeah, so currently with these kinds of parties and how it goes with things is because uh, because soon we are moving into recreational, but um, that recreational right now is not con- legal. So if you don't have your medical card and you're buy- you know that you could get yourself into some trouble right now. However, with these parties that exist, um, in order to uh, through this MJU, this Mary Jane University, um, in order to be uh, an instructor, um, not only do you have to pay to be in their program, but you do have to be a current uh, medical marijuana holder, uh, card holder. And in order to have these parties, it's it's just it's sort of that same model. The funny thing is, take out marijuana and add a purse. It's the same model of you get a friend to host a party, and by them hosting a party, they'll get a little special gift. Hopefully, you get some friends. And what happens is that your guests don't have to be, um, uh, they don't have to have their cards. If um, They'll show them sort of some of the products. If they do like some of the stuff, they have the ability now. Um, you don't even have to go into the doctors. They have these apps you can do that you can do FaceTime with doctor. They, they can diagnose no stuff, um, and then they all have delivery services, bring it. I mean, it's, there's very uh, a systematic thing of, of how things go that, um, uh, you know, you, the stuff is very accessible, but you do have to follow the system. And, and I am supportive. I know, um, you know, people are kind of a little uh, weary, and I know we'll go through the growing pains just as Colorado has. 
Um, but interesting enough that since uh, in other states, and I use Colorado because it has been so lucrative for them, and that now Colorado went from a pro- I, potentially, I mean, check my facts here, I, they made California, as we know, we are one of the top states, but when it comes to education, we are nearly at last. We are 46 or something. I know, we're horrible. Think, Heather, yeah, how many and I think, states uh, now is it legal? Do you know how many yeah, states did they bring that Colorado up? Colorado now... Um, because of this now inflection, because, and here's the thing, uh, what California's been missing out for and what a lot of dispensaries are trying to get ready for is that now, since this is going to become something that is taxed and there's going to be all, I think people are very excited about this coming in, um, but uh, different people are going to feel different pains. I think to the brand new user, um, they're really stoked. And also this is something to think too, that, uh, people are thinking marijuana before, and I know it sounds silly, of viewing it of, of a drug-wise, of someone getting it, but, but uh, some, now they're going to have things that are medically tested, things that can tell you exactly. There's new packaging. There's so much law going into it. It's just like alcohol. And as we know, um, and, and as we know, it's much better than alcohol because alcohol kills as well as, as well as the prescription. More people die in, in the hospital of drug overdoses on prescription drugs. To known date, there has yet to be, uh, zero is the known for, uh, marijuana overdose. And we can't, we, you know, if you complain, can put in, uh, maybe behaviors of something someone may do, but marijuana is yeah, is one of the safest. I mean, it's funny, you know, some of these edible, and that's another thing I'll, I'll touch on is that the new market with edibles and more non-discreet or uh, more discreet um, consumption of marijuana is. Yeah, um, what about more, uh, like if somebody, you know, yeah, how we so I want to touch on, on edibles, and that's pill. a new market that they hadn't seen coming in, and. Um, with all things, again, there's the growing pains that people talk. That, to be honest, to make an edible is to be. It lets to make it to make a kit. You can Google. You can look in any recipe book to find out how to bake cookies. You know what? Make it the same thing, but add can of butter instead of just butter. And if people think, oh my gosh, they may Google it. it the internet. Uh, you know, when people think all these things, oh, there's been this sort of this new surge against edibles because uh, things are more sugar. Could be labeled towards kids. I think they're more sugary and labeled because people want to eat towards that. And personally, I think you know what we know. I think it's a great. I think it's a great way for people. It's non-discreet. It's a good way for people to consume, especially people who are sick. Um, but you know, a lot of people they don't want to. They want the health benefits, but they don't want to smoke. They don't. You know, they know there's not health within smoking that does not appeal to them. But instead of taking mass amounts of pills. They rather have a cup of tea, or they rather, uh, you know, eat eat something and feel the health benefits, feel the pain relief, and still be able to go about their day. And the new thing about microdosing, of talking, of introducing that into everyday life, of how you know, I saw so many things out there with you know, food or tablets that some people that want to venture into this, that want to do it, but you know, they don't feel comfortable with saying, "Yeah, I, I'm using this. I'm feeling the health benefits of it." Um, so edibles are a great way. It, it's non-discreet, uh, and they can consume it. And edibles work differently. And you know, a lot of people, um, when you smoke, you're going to get a head high. You're going to feel very – with edibles, um, it's a slow release. It's, and, again, there's the, you know, kind of know before you go. Um, I think 
what a lot of times people think uh, when it comes to edibles that you eat something as if, you know, when you take a smoke or you take a sip of something, you instantly get that feeling, okay, this is what it tastes like, or, ooh, I feel this way. When um, to eat something, well, it has to go through all the stages of your digestive system, and as you know, that can take a while. And, and sometimes, too, as you know, it takes about 20 minutes for the food to even hit your stomach to register that you're full, and that's why sometimes we overeat and we think, oh, God, it just it hits us when it's a little too late. Um, and so with edibles is know before you go because sometimes people take it and they think they're, they're going to um, have that instant relief. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh my shoulder's going to stop hurting. And, you know, they'll eat something. I don't feel it yet. So, and they're, they're eating a brown, you know, they're eating something that's quite delicious. So they keep eating more and then suddenly it hits them and they feel, they don't feel so good. And it's funny, you know, and some of these, uh, these uh, edible uh, uh, little booths that I stopped by, they have these fantastic little edible cards that I hope if anyone ventures in that they keep something that, that have really cute, that kind of says, all right, start small and you know, wait on this. But then they have this, like, just in case. And it was so funny. It said, like, just so you know, no one's looking. Just so you know, no one else thinks you're on drugs. It's like, just so you know, like all the things that people suddenly feel like, just so you know, you're not having a heart attack. Lay down. Take a nap. Just remember. And um, and there was actually something very funny that was put on YouTube a, a while ago. That it's a it's a recorded nine one one call from a police officer that had compensated some marijuana. Him and his wife made brownies, and the nine one one call. It's this man. You know him. He thinks they're dying. He's, you know, he says, "Yeah, we ate some brownies. Time is so slow. I think we're dead. We're dead. Oh my god!" <laughs> and the woman. And then you know, the thing is, no, you're not dead. You're just high, take a nap, you'll feel better. And that's the thing is You know, it's funny you say that. I was just listening to an NPR um, uh, show the other day, and they were talking about Humboldt County, and it was the National Guard had to go in. There was some fire or something up there. And so um, (laughs) these people, you know, the National Guard, it was a woman, and I'm in her team, and they're in the helicopter, and they're having to survey the fire, and I guess they didn't even realize it, but pretty soon, they're all giggling, they've got the munchies, (laughs) they're calling their their supervisor, and the supervisor says, you guys are high, (laughs) what's going on, you're high, (laughs) and... uh, and they, she laughed. She said, you know, because she said, I had never smoked anything in my life. And here I was flying over it on my job. And everybody in the helicopter, we all got high. But we realized, you know, that um, that we would, it was going to go away. Nothing really bad yeah. was happening. Yeah. yeah so I, that, and, it reminds me of your call that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's, again, the thing that I really think for California, this is, I mean, tax-wise, what I was starting to talk is that now um, Colorado, you know, again, went from lower for schools, and now they're one of the top in the nations because of all this addition. I mean, within a year, two years that it's now been, um, I think they're, they've either um, made it obsolete or they have very – their state as a whole has very little debt or maybe all their debt is paid off now because of this new revenue. And people talk about, oh, the black market with things. I mean, there will be – an effect as, um, you know, this brings a lot of new as well as there is always a negative. And, I, I, you know, you have to think as well as with craft brewing. And if anyone knows with craft brewing, craft brewing, um, I mean, that's how everything always gets to start is, you know, it isn't that a big business is born. A big business sees a little business 
and sees the potential in that and buys right, out that right. business and turns well, it in. See, I mean, that's, what I've McDonald's heard, started as a as you know, two guys and a thing just as some you know, these beer places just I mean, even to say, you know, we have the heritage with, with Behringer's, but Behringer's long, long ago went from the Behringer brothers to being bought out by not Nestle to Foster's to I don't even know who owns it now, but big big things. And you've seen that with beer now, that these really cool small breweries, you know, you meet, you go in and the, the guy pouring the beer is also the brewmaster and maybe the, the owner and the, you know, and this is their blood, sweat and tears and they, you know, all that. Um, and people come in and they think this is a good product. This is awesome. People like this. I like you. I'm going to pay you a lot of money to get it. And, and then things kind of explode and go from there. And, um, and you know, and, and sometimes now you kind of see these things that are kind of having these facade of being smaller, but they're, they're secretly owned by these bigger things. And right now there is some of that going on, that there are bigger corporations involved, um, and you'll see certain products being pushed forward. But it's definitely... Ted, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, I don't know if you'll know the answer to this, because, again, yeah. on another... Um, broadcast I was listening to, it was talking about how when, especially talking about Humboldt County, where I guess there's something like 10,000 marijuana farms, um, and I don't know which ones, you know, I don't know if they're legal or medicinal or what, but it was talking about how some of these ones that are kind of off the grid, that they're guarded by machine guns and Uzis and all this stuff. Well, how, so, are, so here, how are so these people the going to that, survive? Like, it shouldn't be this, you know, the, and, and the sad part is that some of these small-time farmers are going to be affected. Um, I, I've actually had friends that said, oh, in the last time that they didn't vote, you know, to pass it, and I thought, what? You know, gosh, you're the, you're the person I would think would be, you know, raising the flag. And they say, you know, because I have friends that are, uh, you know, their parents have been hemp farmers, for, and they won't be able to afford all these new, this, you know, big business is going to kind of come in, and they won't be able, they won't be able to keep their farms for this. And they, and so, on some levels, this will affect certain people. Um, I think there's a lot more positive. But not to say I do feel for some people that um, it is going to be different. You know, licensing is is going to be completely different. Um, but I think what with, I like uh, a lot is of I, I like what have, you said about the right tax now with benefit. things being a Schedule One, um, these businesses can't truly work legitimate. That um, a bank, you know, it's it's very risky to be an all-cash business. It means it makes yourself a risk because people know that. That means people want to come in and steal your money. And and they know your money is there or it's a, and so people that so why they kind of have to have these scary things. They they basically have a cra- a cash crop and they have cash. And the unfortunate thing is right now it's it's sort of Got trying it. to work now with banks and showing this legitimate and there's very few Systems that are in play, and some, you know, bank, I think that's it. And actually, if you are an investor, if you are a banking, if you have that money to be a banking investor, this is the thing of really to get these people's accounts. Because now I have to interrupt you just for a second because we only have three minutes. Have their Heather, money, so. They don't want to have. Um, that much, they don't want to have this much risk at hand, and I think that's why they have to kind of have these scary securities because right, um, Heather, so right Heather, now they're I working. Need to- I, we only have three minutes, so I need oh. you to wrap up your most important points. 
Oh, gosh. Okay, most important points of it, um, if you are still someone who is on the fence for it or, again, check out or maybe even go. These things are open to the public um, in the evening. Check out, again, Google the Internet um, or even just investing if you are, or to if you are someone who thinks you have a small or, or a company or maybe you have a product and you need backing. This could be um, these kind of expos. The amazing thing of it is that marijuana is California's, I, I think it's going to be America's new grape, but California's new grape. This is our new gold rush. We're, uh, we're going to go through some aches and pains, and I'm sure there will be some backlash, but I really think moving forward, um, I, I mean, t- this expo, I, I, you could have replaced it with anything, and it was a business expo. It was, uh, as I said, you know, you would maybe find a little hot and spot there, um, I think there are so many medical and positive things moving forward. I think it's great that we're viewing as uh, recreational, that someone can just have fun with it. And um, I think there's just a lot of new discoveries. And I think if anyone who has those prior bias of reefer madness or what does you um, check it out. I think one of the most empowering things I went to was the women's summit of it, of the women growers, um, some women that are now running incredibly successful uh, startup companies, the million dollar company that uh, were the you know the PTA, the the church they they work in right. that take away any of your original view of what it is, uh, and many of these people too um, are personally that they say personally I don't consume cannabis, but I got involved because I had so and so or I saw what this and this was doing. And a is lot there of it, a, a website lot of that you want to give out they, because we're at the end of the show? Is there, uh, how would people get more information? I think that you have so much information. I would like to do another show on this topic. Oh, my gosh. The, I yeah. feel like we will have to have so many segments of it. Well, you can check out <laughs> our websites, uh, to, 407starstarradio.com, uh, to find out everything um, more about this, but also check out themedicinewoman.com as well as General Hydroponics. Uh, I mean, there's just, and, and there's many more conferences within uh, California or any other state. Check it out. And uh, I think this is a, a brave new world, an adventure. As soon, we won't even, you know, we won't even be talking about it in a, a negative way, I think. I think it will only be positive. I'm sure future students will, will probably be the connoisseur, like as we're talking of a Pinot Noir or Merlot. It's I agree. Be, I think you know, it's going to be cushion. just like we have <laughs> wine nights, you know, we're going to have... Uh, we're going to have a uh, weed, uh, weed, yeah. weed night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Too bad I sold my domain of weed water. <laughs> right. I know. Gosh. And you, and you know what? I mean, to think of it, that you started out with that sweet little thing, and I'm sure that's now going to be the new... The new thing of it, you know, the new the new front forward. So uh, right. I think well, it's wonderful involved, segment. Educate. I think it was really quite quite um, not only entertaining but really enlightening. And people can look online if they want to find out more information about this conference or any of the people that are there or the sponsors. It was called the Third Annual Spring Cannabis Business Expo, held in San Diego, and you can just Google it and. Basically, between attendees, exhibitors, sponsors, speakers, it was really a who's who in cannabis. And as Heather says, it is now a business. Well, that's all we have for today. We've got to close. Heather Brittany, thank you for joining me, all of you out there. I hope that you'll be healthy, happy, and stay tuned. 
right here to Star Style, Be the Star You Wear every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This and is Star I'm Style. Heather and Heather Brittany, and we're signing out. Thanks for joining us. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life changing program, Star Style Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.